630 Chad Mornings brought to you by Adam Chevrolet. Top of the Autumn Island with Tasquin offering free delivery anywhere in Alberta. Welcome back. We are live from the Alberta... Heart Institute, the Mazankowski. That's today. right. It is Heart Pledge Day today. Heartpledgeday.ca if you want to check out more details online or if you want to donate there or if you want to call 780-407-2200. And we have a little incentive for this we hour sure of donations. Uh, so Build-A-Bear has designed these adorable um, Dr. Bunny stuffies. It's a bunny teddy bear all dressed up in a little mini scrubs outfit. Yeah, he's very cute. And uh, you can get your very own. So uh, anyone who contributes $500, 780 780- 407-2200. You're going to receive this exclusive gift. Uh, they're going to embroider uh, any name that you want onto the Yeah, they'll the personalize it. Yeah. On his little uh, scrubs hat, his he's, little surgery hat. He's very cute. He is really cute, actually. Just yeah. a little, kind of a memento to, you know, look at it and be like, oh, right, I am a really good person. Yeah, I donated exactly. to that. Look at the good thing I did. That's right. So the next donation of $500 is going to get that exclusive gift. Uh, of course, we mentioned you can call or you can go to the website, heartpledgeday.ca. Uh, so we mentioned that we're going to be joined by several guests throughout the morning. Uh, doctors and specialists here at the Mazankowski and of course people who have been through uh, the Mazankowski for treatment as well. Right now we have Victoria Gare. Uh, Victoria, thanks so much for being with us this morning. I'm happy to be here. No, you were here already. Yeah, you're here volunteering. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you're working here. So tell us a little bit about um, about your heart condition and your 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 story with the Maz. Um, I have a condition um, called arrhythmogenic right ventricular dysplasia or cardiomyopathy. Okay, you're going to need to explain that to us. ARVC for short okay. is what we call it in, uh, when we're trying to talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's basically a condition that uh, creates arrhythmias in your heart. So um, genetic, it's genetic, so I've inherited it from my mother. Okay. Um, and it, uh, it's, it's one of those conditions that when you hear of uh, athletes uh, just uh, having cardiac events, um, Out of the blue when they're uh, seemingly very healthy. Yes. Um, it's a genetic condition that causes scarring on your heart, um, which in turn then makes the electrical signals sort of get mixed up and okay. can cause your heart to beat really, really fast. So what kind of risk does that put you at then on your day-to-day life? How does that affect you? Um to uh, day-to-day life, I used to um, work out. I was uh, a HIT instructor, so I used to do a lot of high-intensity interval training. Okay. Um, but had to give so that up. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, because exercise exacerbates the condition and it creates more scarring on the heart. Okay. Um, and then also the... Uh, Adrenaline can cause um, the arrhythmias to happen. So, Got it. Uh, medication is uh, one of the things that helps the arrhythmias not happen um, and thorough monitoring. Well, then, we were talking about monitoring and finding out exactly what's going on with you to begin with. This diagnostic imaging that we're raising money for today, it must be hugely important for your specific condition, too, right? It definitely is, yes. I come um, for monitoring every six months. So, okay. for um, ultrasound to uh, check on. If there's been any um, progression of the disease, mm-hmm. um, as it's something that does progress, especially if you keep exercising. So, oh, really? Eh? Um, and most of the people who have this condition are people who have been involved in higher intensity exercise. So it's kind of hard to quit. <laughs> so uh, the continuous monitoring is very important. That's so hard that yeah. it was that that's what you were you were a hit instructor and not able to to continue on. And they always talk about how important exercise is yeah. to yeah. heart health, right? <laughs> Yeah. It's interesting. I get um, some of the opposite advice about, um, so don't exercise. And um, also, you could probably 
eat a little more salt, which is generally really? not something you're told for heart health. But wow. um, I have ridiculously low blood pressure as a result of this, so it's it's sometimes something they say, just do you know, a little bit more, and that'll help. Right, eh? So, okay, so you mentioned Victoria that this is something hereditary that you got passed down to you from your mom. So this is something that you've known about since birth, I would imagine. Uh, actually, it it came as a surprise. Okay. <laughs> um, my mom had. Um, symptoms when she was in her mid-30s um, and it was it went undiagnosed uh, back in the 80s they didn't have a name for it or really right. an understanding of it um, and then when I was in my early 30s I was training to start teaching a new course um, a new hit course uh, and in the middle of training I had an arrhythmia um, that hospitalized me for three weeks oh my um, gosh I mostly felt fine, but the arrhythmia, um, when the paramedics got there, uh, I basically had no pulse, but I was still, my heart was racing at like 220 beats (laughs) per minute. So it was uh, uh, something that kind of came as a surprise to me, but then when we started thinking about it, we thought, oh, well, yeah, this happened to mom way back when she had just had me. So So in an instance like that, when it kind of happens seemingly out of the blue, (gasps) how important is it to have the MAS here to be able to provide treatment right away? That is very important. Um, So it's great to get um, proper diagnostic uh, control on that. This actually happened to me when I was out of the province. Um, and they could not figure out what the problem was. So that's why I was in the hospital for three weeks. Um, Once I was released and then able to travel back to Edmonton, um, I met with uh, a couple of doctors here at the Maz and we had a diagnosis pretty quickly. Um, We had, uh, I had an ICD, which is an implanted cardio defibrillator put in um, and that helps to uh, give a therapy if the heart starts to race too fast and causes, um, it'll sort of shock it back into a normal rhythm. Um, So having that immediately identified and say, hey, you should have this because it'll, you know, keep you from dying. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I think it's important to, to kind of talk about this condition too because as Shay and I mentioned earlier, I think when you think cardiac events or you think heart health, you think heart attacks. Exactly. An open heart exactly. surgery. That's what we hear about, right? Right. But there's so much more than that. Totally. That, that gets done in situations like, yeah, like Victoria's where it's something that's maybe a little bit more complicated. Mm-hmm. So important to have those cutting edge tools at our disposal in order to treat that. And, and, and then we talk, I mean, I'm sure it's no coincidence that you ended up working for the hospital foundation right? Uh, it's not. I actually have some experience with that in, in my in my past. So hospitals were kind of where my go-to right, for where yeah. I wanted to, to work. And I'm just, I feel so lucky that I work in um, donation processing. So okay. um, I am, uh, I get to see all the donations that come in um, almost, well, all the donations that come in yeah. every day. And it's just so amazing because people will write their stories. Uh, they'll thank their doctors. And it's just so important that even when you think you're just giving a small amount, that pulled together with everything that everyone else is given and just that coming from the place that you care Mm -hmm. is just so important um every dollar helps to bring us these pieces of equipment that are so important so you're here bright and early today looking forward to a whole day of donations then a whole day yes (laughs) i will be uh i'll be in the back room there 
keeping track of all the donations for uh, for everyone here so that we know how much we've raised. Okay, <laughs> well then your word is as good as gold when you say that it, every little bit counts because it really does. So 780-407-2200 if you want to call and make that donation or of course you can go online, heartpledgeday.ca. Thanks so much, Victoria. Thank you, Victoria. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you for coming down. Well, beat your hair anyway. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> But thanks for talking to us. We, yeah, we, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. <laughs> and of course, as we mentioned, uh, this hour of 630 Shed Heart Pledge Day is brought to you by My Shack Sales and Rentals. We're going to be here all day until 6 o'clock. Uh, it's us. And then we're going to have Chris Sheets from our sister station, Kiss yeah. and Country 103.9, take over. And then Jaylen will be here this afternoon. So sharing lots of different stories of uh, stories like Victoria's, people that have been through the Maz. The doctors uh, that doctors, work here. Yeah, it's just, it just is incredible. Just the numbers, just it's staggering. One in four Canadians will experience yeah. some form of heart disease in their lifetime. It's the second leading cause of death in Canada. So uh, it impacts you. whether, whether Absolutely. Or somebody you know or somebody you love. Exactly. In it some goes way. right across the board. Everybody will be touched by it. Um, our next guest this morning is Deborah Cookson, mm-hmm. uh, another patient down here at the Mass. Um, legally blind and um, type 1 diabetes. She's a massage therapist. She thought everything was fine. She's just sailing through life. Everything's going good. She had a pesky pain in her shoulder that wouldn't go away. So it turns out that her shoulder pain was being caused by heart attacks. What? Yeah. This is... Okay, this is is an interesting one that I think we need to get into. So it looks like we've got Deborah on the phone. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. So, okay, Deborah, tell us a little bit about this story and how you came to be a patient at the Mazankowski. Well, I was actually um, in shoulder pain for approximately a year and a half to three years. And everyone was telling me it was my shoulder. Right. Um, and it was getting worse and worse. And because of what I do, I, I had to find an answer. And so I went to doctors. I went to um, acupuncture, um, IMS, all kinds of different people were telling me all kinds of different things. But it was always, always your shoulder. So they even told me, one doctor even told me, it's not your heart, don't worry, you know, so much. And (laughs) it just, it came to a point where I wasn't sleeping at night, 45 minutes at the most, in an upright position. Oh Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I couldn't breathe walking down the street very well, and I finally said to my husband, you know, we need to do something. Even if they rip my shoulder off, fix it, put it back on, if I'm in emergency, they have to do something. So... He took me to um, a local hospital, um, and they right away said, well, we hate to inform you, but you've had heart attacks, so we're ambulancing you over to the hospital in Edmonton. So they took me to the Royal Alec to start with. And, yeah, that's so where sorry, it all Deborah, started. So sorry, I want to clar- clarify there. M- heart attacks, multiple? You'd had heart yeah. attacks and didn't know? They said, yes, because when you have type 1 diabetes, they told me, your nerve endings. I mean, everyone worries about their legs, yep. having yeah. to lose a leg, limb, or kidney disease. But they really don't educate you enough in what the heart about the heart, and it stops you from feeling the pain. The nerve endings stop you from feeling the pain. Oh. So, yeah. So <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't aware at all about the heart issues. Okay, so, so you rushed to hospital. Yeah, rushed to hospital, um, and. That that's where everyone kind of jumped into place and started helping me. Basically, the pain. As soon as I got on medication and they started helping with the the heart issues, then the pain in my shoulder went away. It's not wow. totally gone because over time, I'm sure I did some damage trying to fix it. <laughs> yeah, but you make it sound pretty. But it wasn't that simple. You you underwent surgery. You were in hospital for two weeks. I was in the hospital for two weeks. I was. Um, 
they weren't sure. I'm sure they weren't sure if I was going to make it. I was very, I think I was calm. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're never calm when you're told, you know, hey, guess what? They gave me three choices, basically. They could send me home was one of them. And they said that's not a choice, really. Um, but uh, the other one was open heart surgery or stenting. And th- their first idea was they were going to do open heart surgery. And they explained it to me. And because of my knowledge in anatomy, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, the fear is still there. But, yeah. And then they came in the next day and said, we're going to stent. So I had four blockages, um, four major blo- All the arteries were blocked at some level. So they um, stented two. They were able to stent two and um, open up the, you know, the passageways. But uh, two of them they weren't able to. So I still live with that idea that there's two arteries somewhat blocked but it was 100 percent in one 90 in another and i believe wow. 80 and 70 in the other two. Oh my Boy. gosh but yeah, now I'm very you're, fortunate. you're in observation of the mass though that's and you know what they made me feel absolutely that they were going to do their very best they were excellent i had the only thing i got to say is when they're changing a nurse every day it was like a new person every day <laughs> but <laughs> But they really, it, that was actually an advantage because they could talk to each other and you could actually start learning what's going on over and over and over again. And it <laughs> sounds like, Deborah, just, I mean, just in a brief conversation with you, it sounds like you've got a level of like laid back totally. about you that totally. I don't know many heart patients would have. I, and that's, I think that's probably a testament to them be, to, to the mass and the, the people yeah. here, right? And the, just the, the, the fact that they're all just experts and you're and just in confidence. such capable hands. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm not a, I I am a stressy person. I'm not a laid back person all the time. But they made me feel like, you know, we've got to go forward. There's no choice. And I'm in the best hands ever. And that's what everyone kept saying to me. You're in the best hands in the world. Wow. You know, and and so I had quite a comfort level. I mean, there'd be 15 cardiologists outside my door. And, you know, they close the door so you can't hear. But you can hear. If you want to hear, you can hear. If you don't want to hear, you don't have to. What but, an experience. Um, what a journey. Yeah, and then they bring three in to talk to you. And my doctor, can I say names on the, on the air? Yes, my doctor, doctor yeah, um, Evan Lockwood, he was just, every day he'd come in and he'd say, how are you doing? I never realized that was my cardiologist to the very end. Wow. <laughs> so, but he was, um, he just made me feel comfortable. The whole situation. Uh, I was comfortable. I mean, yeah, I I shouldn't I shouldn't have made it. Like really, when you think about the timing, a year and a half for sure. Wow, well, yeah. we're super glad yeah. you did. Incredible yeah. story, Deborah. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. We appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. Thank Take you, care. Deborah. Be well. Wow, boy, that's amazing. Hey? I think she says she's stressy. She doesn't sound stressy. No. <laughs> Heart attacks over the course of a year. You go into the hospital because your shoulder hurts, and a couple of days later, somebody's saying, "I think we're going to do open heart surgery." I think it's all just surreal from there. Holy cow! But but that's the thing. There are so many cases that you you don't think about, right? Exactly. That could be due to a heart heart condition. Totally. Yeah. So that's why, again, so important that we have this facility here. And the big brains inside it that can figure stuff like that out. (laughs) That's right. I mean, wow, that's mind. That's right. Seven eight zero four zero seven twenty two hundred to donate, or of course. You can head online, heartpledgeday.ca. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.